sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. It's Andy Brownell, News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Joined on this Saturday morning again by Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Hey, good morning. So, we're at a holiday weekend. I can't yeah. believe it's already Memorial Day weekend. Is it? Well, the weather doesn't really feel no, so much like Memorial Day weekend. But <laughs> or maybe it does. Well, at least it's not raining. Hey, we've had yeah. enough of that in the past few days, that's for sure. I, my memories of Memorial Day weekend was it either started out cold and rainy or, and then got yeah. nice... Or got it started really nice and then got rainy and cold. Yeah, you're right. Whenever you did get that rare, really nice weather all weekend long, it was definitely um, a sweet treat because you're right. But my dad's birthday is June 12th, and he has always said summer doesn't start until <laughs> after my birthday. So we have a couple weeks, and then it'll be summer. Okay. According promises, to him. Promises. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's a you know is a it's a it's a holiday weekend. I imagine that that. Uh, things quiet down for you and you know in a normal (laughs) there is nothing normal about this real estate market andy but in a normal real estate market holiday weekends things do tend to get pretty quiet you know memorial day fourth of july um in the summertime i guess those are the big ones in the winter time or then fall i guess labor day and then thanksgiving christmas typically those weekends people find better things to do than shop for houses you know they travel they get together with friends they have cookouts and i think this year you know after being people kind of missing out last year on a lot of those major holidays they really want to get together with family but i will tell you what the ones that need to get a house they are going to be house hunting this weekend i have um appointments at my listings um and then i have also i have showings scheduled so today i actually have a couple of showings that i'm going to be doing and a listing appointment and as of right now i don't have any work scheduled for tomorrow which i could probably use that day to get some stuff done at home but we'll see how that goes and then monday i have a couple of appointments so i'll be working most of the weekend oh my goodness that's okay you know i've been i've been kind of on the run i had to uh scoot out to Arizona and see a friend. Then I came home and then I took off and went to New York for a few days. So I'm back and I'm working. And when you're a realtor, it doesn't matter what day of the week it is, really. You know, if you, if yeah. there's people that want to see things, then we show them. That's there's the way it goes. Work to be done, it'll get done. Then you get it done. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh, my goodness. I, I, are, are we still in this? super red hot market are we still doing the multiple offers and all that nonsense so so i had one listing that um was on coming soon and i think i had talked about it last week because it just became available for showings last friday and then we only did showings friday saturday and half of Sunday, and we called all offers due by 4 p.m. Sunday. Well, I was in New York. I was actually in New Jersey at a family cookout in the backyard, but working virtually, so that worked out well. We ended up getting 11 offers, 
and it sold. I can't. I can't say until it closes because you know it's not legal. Okay. But I will tell you that the house was listed for five hundred and forty nine nine, and it sold for more than ten percent above the asking okay. price. So a lot of the offers um, were very similar, and the I, I was very proud of our Abby um, because she actually wrote the winning offer and she did something that you know in her two years of real estate she came up with that I've never done in my 20 years so I learned from a team member I was very impressed yeah so what she did is she offered a very substantial earnest money which was to be delivered directly to the seller instead of to the um, trust account and directly to the seller to be cashed by the seller and to be deemed, of course, non-refundable. So if for any reason that these people wanted to back out because they paid so much more than the asking price, they were going to be losing 25000 and the sellers knew that there were 10 other parties interested in their house. So they weren't feeling like they were taking a huge risk at all. And so they accepted the offer and they were really excited about it. Yeah, I can see why. And she said, that, I said, Abby, how did you come up with that? And she said, actually, my um, buyers had been researching on the internet how to win in multiple offers. And they brought <laughs> that idea to her. So there you go. Okay, um, so it helped that her father had been, the buyer's father had been a realtor uh, somewhere else. Oh, wow. So it must okay. be something they were doing in another market. So how does it normally work with earnest money? Okay, so normally, um, you know, the earnest money is exactly that, that you earnestly plan to move forward with this contract. And as long as you meet the conditions, now... I will tell you that none of the offers, of 11 offers, none of them requested an inspection. None of them. Uh Okay. And none of them had a property to sell. And the house is is very new. It was built in 2018. And it's been very well maintained. And you can see that it was built well. You walk in and the basement's unfinished and you can see the... um, construction and you know i mean it, it was a it's a very nice house it's only three it sits years on old. two acres it's only three years old yeah so in terms of a house that's you know like brand new anyway um what was i telling where was i going with this uh, there was no inspection what were we talking about the, um... yeah so anyway so normally the earnest money would be held until all of you know the inspection has been done you know all the contingencies have been removed well this started with no contingencies no matter which offer we went with okay just financing alone so some of them we've talked um, over the past couple of weeks about guaranteeing the difference between the sale price and the appraised right. price right and um, so some of them do that but then like if somebody says we guarantee the difference between the purchase price and the appraised price, but they're putting down ten thousand, or excuse me, they're putting down ten percent when it comes to their down payment, and they're putting down a five thousand dollar earnest money or even a, a twenty thousand dollar earnest money, that earnest money sits in the trust account, and if the deal falls apart, it goes back to the buyer. Okay. Okay. So on the contract, there are two boxes. The first one says to be held in the trust, you know, by the by the closing company, basically, 
or to be delivered to the seller. And traditionally, I've only ever seen using the delivered to the seller if that seller happens to be a builder because it makes sense that the builder would then take that money to buy materials to start the project or to complete the basement or to add the deck or whatever, right? And I mean, I know that it's perfectly legal and fine to accept it to the seller. I just have never seen anybody do it that way. And then I just said, if they're going to do it that way, it's going to have to be non-refundable because they're giving it to them to cash. And, you know, they're not going to have the deal fall apart and say, oh, by the way, guys, you owe me $25,000 back. And she said, nope, they absolutely um, intended on it being non-refundable. So they feel very confident in their ability to follow through with the purchase agreement. And, of course, that gives a huge confidence to the seller as well. Well, I bet it does. Yeah. And I suppose so there, there I just no may have conting- taught you all a, a new trick. And when there's no contingencies, the odds of it falling apart are minimal. Yeah, the only thing would be would be financing. Yeah. So, you know, somebody may offer, you know, 610,000 and then the house may, might appraise for 590 and they might they might be saying uh, I don't really want to pay 20000 more than it appraised, so I'm just backing out. Well, if you've already given somebody a $25,000 non-refundable earnest money, you're, gonna you're not going to do it. that. <laughs> you're going to, yeah, well, you've already got the 25000 right. down, right? So, yeah. Anyway, so, so it the, did. Is the amount of earnest ahead. money in this case higher than what you would normally see as well? Um, you know, I tell people that kind of the norm or the average is 1% of the sale price. Okay. And I will tell you that um, we had several of the people in this particular case offering 10000 or 20000 earnest money. Okay, but so that's again, hers was the only one. Yeah, oh, definitely. But hers was the only one that was to be delivered instantly to the sellers uh, upon accepted purchase agreement and to be cashed by the sellers and to be non-refundable if the deal didn't go together. This probably was one of those, shh, you shouldn't have told anybody. Oh, it's all good. I, I mean, I'm trying to help people, right? No, I want people kidding. to win. It's hard to lo- it's it's hard to lose and lose and lose. And well, not everybody's going to do that because oh, they're not going to feel comfortable saying, oh my gosh, really? I just have to hand them over $25,000 and then, and then what if I lose my job and I can't buy this house and now I'm out $25,000 right. or, you know, whatever it is. So most people aren't going to just jump on that, but these folks had, um, you know, other means, you know, investments or whatever they sure. had to back it up. They so they confidence. felt comfortable and, yeah. and they secured the house. So it, it worked. Everybody was happy at the end of the day. Very good. Correct. We already have to take a break. Robin, Gwaltley with Gwaltley Group Remax Results with us, and we'll return in a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Throughout the pandemic, Town Square Media, Rochester and Preston stood Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM. And 96.9 FM. Welcome back. Andy Brownell and Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Um, are we seeing additional listings out there, Robin? Um, I have one new oh, one wow. that came came on the market yesterday. And as of right now, it's not sold. Um, next week, I might have a different story for you. This one 
may or may not sell quickly. It's an awesome house. It's a really awesome house. But the sellers don't want to move out right away. They don't want to move until September. So right. if there's somebody who wants a really nice house in Iota and isn't in a big hurry to move, uh, I also want people to understand that, like, let's say you're locked in at your rate and you really want to, well, I mean, you're not locked in until you have a purchase agreement, but you know what your rate is and you really want to get locked in at that rate and um, you don't want to miss it. There is always the option of closing and then renting back to the sellers. And a lot of people don't know about that option. And it works really well because then the buyer can say, oh, this is awesome. The rates today are 5.75. I want to lock and get that rate and then close in 30 days. And then they can pay me rent for um, July, August, and middle of September or whenever they're moving sure. out and then I could move in. So there are, you know, lots of ways to get creative so that we can create win-wins for buyers and sellers. Uh, I just recently had a listing that was going to be coming on the market, but before I put it on the market, I had a buyer call me telling me that they had been referred to me by a friend of theirs and they told me what they wanted to buy and I'm like, hmm, I might just have the perfect match for you. And it was another one of those cases where the sellers weren't going to move away until um, this fall. So we worked it out that we went ahead and closed, actually closed on it yesterday. And the um, sellers are just going to continue to rent back from the buyers until they have to leave. And then the buyers will put their other house on the market and, and move in then. So, okay. yes, yeah, it's, it works out. It's really yeah. nice. So, so sometimes people think it's going to be super stressful and then it can turn out to be smooth as silk. The interest rate lock part of it, what is, if you have the purchase agreement and you're, how long does that lock usually last? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, it's typically like 60 days, I think. And okay. don't quote me, but I know it's not, it doesn't go on and on and on right. forever, you know? So it's like they'll lock the rate, but depending on what the rate is, what the actual loan program is, you know, who the lender is, they all vary just a bit. But typically they're not going to say, well, we'll lock you and then we'll just hold it there until September because that's a huge risk for the bank. For By the September, bank, sure. it could have, yeah, it could have gone up a lot. So it all depends. It probably depends on the market conditions at the time. Yeah, as, yeah I'm sure it probably does. Concerned. Yeah, it, it probably does. Um, so but let me, I do want to tell you about this house oh, that's before great. I forget, before I forget to, okay? Because I would love to show it and I would love to sell it. We've had it on the um, market for a few days as a coming soon. So we've got some showing scheduled already, but it is out in Iota. Iota. My husband always says it sounds like I'm saying Yoda, like the guy from, you know, Star Wars or whatever it is. Yeah. So it's 1006. Bush Court Southwest Iota, Minnesota. And anyway, it is listed at 429.9. It's a very large split. The house was built in 2003. It has four bedrooms and three baths. It has just about 2,700 square feet finished. Okay. And it has a very nice lot. I think the lot is something like um, just under a half acre, maybe 0.4, something like okay. that. And it backs up to a park. So it seems like it's a big, big, big um, 
yard and then it has a fire pit and it's on a nice cul-de-sac and it's super super cute really nicely um designed and decorated and you know nice color choices all those things so again that one is available to officially go in and see now and it has been since yesterday so if you're looking for a nice home out there in iota give me a holler and i'll be happy to show it to you okay i'm just trying to think different ways through the idea that's in september but in in essence i would be purchasing the home now Mm mm-hmm and then we would come up with a rental agreement for the months remaining before the folks move out. Well, that that can work. Or you can simply say, all right, you know what? I'm in a month-to-month apartment, or that's perfect for me. Um, the house we're renting, we have to be out by the end of September. So this is perfect timing. I mean, it's just going to appeal to a different buyer than the right. person who needs to be in in 30 days. You know, if you're looking for a place because you've got to be in to your new place in the next 30 to 45 days, this isn't going to be the house for you because the seller's not Correct. going to be out yet. But if you wanted to close so that you do get locked in at a great rate and rent back, that's certainly that's, an option. That's one of the facets, mm-hmm. right? I'm just thinking exactly. I, in terms of maybe I'm not quite ready and I need to save up some more money for the down payment. This gives me a month or two extra It does to do what yes. I need to do. Yeah. Or you be, you know this one's go. available now, so you know that um, by the time the it's time to enroll the kids in school, you have an address to do that, all those things. There's lots of different things that come into play. So this is going to be the perfect find for somebody. Well, this is That's the kind of sure. thing where your experience and knowledge really helps out, where you can sit down with somebody who's considering this and talk about all the different scenarios that exactly. come into play. Because a lot of times people just don't know, like, where do I even start? How is this going to work out? Right. Just the... Logistics, the logistics of it, right? Right away. Well, when this this particular couple called me to come for the listing appointment, geez, I think it's been probably a month and a half ago already. But they're very, they're very big planners. They're very good planners, okay? And they're building a house out of town, you know, over by. Oh, I just love the area over in Old Frontenac. It's so gorgeous. Yes, it is. And so, trying to time when your house is going to be done in this in this market. Builders don't know. They don't know. They don't know what to tell you. Right. The supply line is weird. No. Yeah. They don't know. They don't even know when they can get the materials they need to build it. They don't know when the carpet's going to come. They don't know how long it's going to take for the windows to come. They don't know how long. They have such little control over so much now, and I think it makes their job extra stressful. So these folks are planning ahead the way you should plan ahead. And they know that it'll be ready by then. And (laughs) so if it's ready sooner, that's fine. They'll be fine with that as well. But then there's another um, level of, um, I guess, complication. And that is that this particular seller works from her home. She does an in-home daycare. So she wanted to give all of her families plenty of notice so that nobody's scrambling for a replacement. So, yeah, so we just had to kind of build that roadmap from the first meeting to when do we do pictures? When do we put it out there as a coming soon? When do we actually go live? When do we anticipate an offer? When will the closing date be? How will that line up with the completion of the new construction? But, you know, for the people who haven't done it, it seems overwhelming and just too much. But for me, it's what I do. I mean, this is what I do. So it's it's pretty easy. When we've talked about this, that you hear from folks who are 
they could be a year away from actually yes. selling. Yes, and, absolutely. And, and the conversation now is worthwhile because you absolutely can start planning, as you said. Yes, that's absolutely right. Okay. Well, Robin, we have to take another break already. Back right. in just a moment with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results, News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM. And 96.9 FM. Welcome back, everybody. Good morning. Uh, Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results with us. And uh, during the break, we were chatting <laughs> about uh, despite how overheated or hot the market is here, we have a pretty good still. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so I'm actually going to read it verbatim because okay. I don't want to mess this up. But in this article titled, How High Above Ask Must Buyers Go?, And this article literally came out on May 26th, so it's very, very recent. In Marin County, California, a recent listing for a 1,305-square-foot home. Now, think about this. a modest home. I have sold houses with garages 1,300 square feet. (laughs) Now, it's a big garage, but it's a small home. 1,305-square-foot home with one bathroom sparked an intense bidding war. The home was listed for $1,298,000, okay? That's crazy right there. The real estate pro set a deadline for accepting offers and received, drumroll, 18 okay. offers. 18 offers, okay? The home sold for two point five seven, so $2,057,000. Oh, my gosh. 58% over asking price. Two million fifty-seven thousand for thirteen hundred and five square feet with one bathroom. That's. It goes on to say <laughs> that this Liz McCarthy, the seller's agent for the property, told Mercury News, the people who wrote this article, that she had also listed a one hundred and seven-year-old home located in a flood zone. That fetched nearly 45% over the list price after 147 showings in just seven days on the market. Oh, my gosh. It is crazy. So, first of all, (laughs) let me start by saying, if you want to spend $2 million on a home, do not go to Marin County, California and buy yourself a 1,305-square-foot house. I've got a dandy right here in Rochester with many acres and a lot of square feet. I talked about it last week. It's my beautiful listing out on 60th. And I still have that awesome one that sits right on the riverbank in Wabasha. And that one, you'd still have money left over. So, um, yeah, I can help you spend that $2 million much more wisely, for sure. Can you imagine, we spoke last week about buyer's remorse among these millennials. Oh, <laughs> Can you yeah. imagine go, taking a picture of that home in Wabasha? And, and all the way. and sending it to these people who just spent um, yeah who just spent two million for one thousand three hundred and five square feet with one bathroom. This is what you. Ay ay ay! I mean, we have it good, people. We actually have it really good. Oh my goodness! But I think that really the truth is, you know, we've always been 
slow to follow the East Coast and the West Coast. And we've always said, geez, things are so affordable here. Look at what it's like to live on the East Coast or the West Coast. Well, we're starting to get a taste of it, right? We're starting to get a feel of just what it is like. No more how much can we get the seller to come down in price. Now it's how much higher do we have to go to win. It's it's a concept, no doubt about it. So Marin County, that's right in the techno area, right? That's I, don't, I have no idea. Is it? Okay. I think it is. All right. All I'm right. just trying to think of what kind of income these people have. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Crazy, crazy, <laughs> crazy. Well, and we probably lag a little bit behind in that as well, but that's okay. We can still get more for our money, darn it. Yeah, I'm very happy to lag behind the coast when it comes to that sort of thing. Yes, I agree with boggling. you. It wasn't that long ago. I was in San Diego, and I was looking at the houses that were selling for three million dollars in San Diego. But at three million dollars, you were you're pretty close to the ocean at that point, right? Oh yeah. Now those same houses are probably what fifteen, twenty million. Oh, I don't yes. know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. 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 I saw I saw an that. article. I saw an article about a house that just recently sold up on Lake Minnetonka. Did you see that? The most oh, expensive house. It was. Most expensive house that's ever sold in Minnesota, and it's like on a private island on Lake Minnetonka. It was quite a dandy. I'll have to get the information. There are talk some about it next crazy week. houses along that lake. Yeah, there sure in are in those areas. Yeah, yes, there are. Well, we've got some darn beautiful homes right here in Rochester, and more and more just you know big, beautiful, gorgeous homes. So it's nice. It's nice to see our community continue to grow. But as I say all the time, I'll be really excited when we have more affordable housing yeah. because there's a lot of people who, as much as they would love to live in those great big fancy houses, is not a reality. So you know, there's such a huge need for affordable housing, and I. Know know that we have um you know good programs in place like first homes and different things that are helping people attain some affordable housing and i'm i'm proud of that and happy about that yeah and if you think of the issue here um it seems difficult in marin county it's probably insurmountable possible yeah 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 absolutely we still have a chance to catch up at least here correct and do something about it yeah correct absolutely that is right well goodness uh, we're kind of out of time already but uh, that's okay i have other work to do i got to get to a (laughs) listing appointment (laughs) but before we go we got to do mention it's memorial day weekend and while the parties are going on and the picnics and everything else i hope everybody takes time to spend a little bit of thought at least on those who made the ultimate sacrifice for us. Absolutely. I got my poppy this morning at the quick trip, so I'm always proud to wear it. Proud to be an American, no doubt about it. Yeah. So um, I guess we better throw out... I know you're already busy for the weekend, but... That's okay. I'll make time. I'll make time. Give me a call on my cell phone if you need me. Whether you have a question about anything you heard on the show today or there's something that you would like to look at or if you want to talk about selling, just call me if you need me. And my cell phone number is 507-259-4926. And happy Memorial Day weekend to everybody. All right. Thanks a lot, Robin. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds great, Andy. All right. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results. News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96. Mayo Clinic Radio.